You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. All right. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, the postgame edition. Scott Branson, your host, along with Murph and Swag Jeff from Raiders Fan Radio. Don't forget, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening to this show, uh, do it wherever you can. Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us there. We would appreciate it. Put on auto-download. Every time there's a new show added, uh, several a week, guess what? It'll be pushed right to your phone, your iPad, wherever you're getting your audio. We certainly appreciate it. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the notifications bell. So every time there's a new video, do that as well. Bringing back in Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Don't forget, also, subscribe to Raiders Fan Radio on YouTube and hit notifications there, too. When the guys go live... It's also great. You got you to gotta watch those shows. I, I love watching them during the week. It uh, gives me a great laugh. And they have a great audience. I know some of the people are here. Some of them are not. But it's, it's the most entertaining show you're going to watch. Uh, and, and the best, my belief, not just because he's sitting next to me here on screen, but my belief, best fan, con- fan content out there. And there's great fan content outside their show. But I really enjoy their show the most. All right. So, Murph, um, let's dive into this because I want to talk to you and Jeff as well about Derek Carr. Because Derek Carr, obviously, the start of this game was brutal. Uh, He kind of recovered, got into the second half. But I'm not even concerned with the numbers. I'm more concerned with the fact that we're seeing, again, unfortunately, balls thrown in directions. Devontae Adams made a massively leaping high uh, grab tonight that shouldn't have been. He was wide open, and and usually a Derek Carr will hit that. Uh, You go back last year or any previous year, and he's going to hit that play and hit him right in the chest. It just seems, again, that I I think Derek Carr, still uncomfortable, uh, he did have that one great touchdown pass, stepped into the pocket, which is exactly what you need Derek Carr to do when the pocket breaks down and he hits Devontae Adams for the big touchdown. But outside of that, it still doesn't look good. And I just continue to say uh, that we're marching towards the end of that era, and it'll be probably good for him and and for the Raiders, maybe not good in a year or two until they can get a quarterback and develop them. But um, it just seems like all the directions are pointed that way with the way this season's going. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that we're uh, we're definitely on limited time with with Derek, and 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 I have much respect for him for who he is as a man yeah. and a human being, and 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 all those things. But on the field, like the drop off is is has been significant, and you know we can blame a lot of different things. Uh, again, we're not inside the walls of Henderson, so we don't know exactly all the conversations that are going on with the plays that are being drawn up and what he's being told to do. We do know Derek is a company man. He's going to do what his head coach tells him to do. But I think at a certain point as a competitor, um, you're, you're going to, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to, for lack of a better term, you're going to step into it and, uh, and you're, and you're going to, you're going to, you know, create for yourself and you're going to create for your offense. You're going to create for your guys. And we just don't see Derek doing that anymore. And like, you know, I think back to that throw to Mac Hollins that he threw down the middle of the field. I don't remember what game it was. Jeff will probably remember off the top of his head, but like, but he like stepped into it. He, you know, got into that back foot and like really drove the ball downfield, split cover two. I think it was the Texans game. Yeah. Did he yeah. Do that? yeah. Texans game. Yeah. It was like, like, and so we see that and it's like, that's when like Derek's at his best. And that's what like the challenge of Derek Carr is that we see him do these amazing things and then we see him do these like little floaty things like i don't know what that that like i don't feel like and, and i watch a lot of nfl and i know you do two scott so yeah. Jeff. like i don't i don't see other quarterbacks like doing this little like lob like float thing like yeah. down like everyone's like pushing the ball downfield or they're like driving into throws and like he just does this like weird thing and it, and it just like it's almost like an up for grabs thing and then so then and like and typically not typically but a lot of times we'll say in fairness to him balls are underthrown or overthrown i mean how many times yeah. are, we, are we seeing that now where again historically we hadn't seen that be the case all the time and i think the biggest conundrum of Derek carr's career and the thing that will con con confuse me until whatever forever is that is the inconsistency of it i don't understand how we can see him be so great and so many times, you know, I think about the, you know, uh, against the Ravens, the, the, the back of the end zone to Michael Crabtree, yeah. uh, you know, or I think about the front corner to Michael Crabtree uh, against the, against the chiefs. I think about like to T Y Hilton in the freaking pro bowl. Like I think about like Derek's made some amazing throws in his career, but then, but then he can't hit a freaking screen or he's yeah. throwing behind freaking, you know, whoever the tight end is, whatever on, on a crossing route. Like it's just those things. Like I don't understand where he can go from such greatness to such incompetence, frankly. When I think that, I mean, whether, whether they see that in practice or don't or whatever, ultimately that's the thing that's defining Derek. And if you're a head coach in the NFL, whether it's, you know, again, we can blame it on things external from Derek, but Derek's the only one with his hand on the football and when Derek's hand is on the football, it's inconsistent. And so if and if you're evaluating him at a, at a, as a quarterback, then it, what are you left with? It's like you don't know what you're going to get week in, week out. So I don't know, like this week, like we saw that feisty Derek Carr, that, you know what I mean? We yeah. saw that start to come back a little bit. But then where did it go? Like you mentioned yeah. it. You know, where, where, where did that happen? The it's body was strong early, and then it went away. It was fleeting, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So like I understand. Like that's the thing that's a, the toughest part. And frankly – Scott, I think that would that even that notion would define the entirety of the team. You don't know what yes. you're going to get from quarter yes. to quarter. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing I would say too to, to build on what you said, Murph. Is you know a lot of people say, well, you know, he's playing with a hurt back, and and he and he is okay. But actually, before he hurt his back, the same thing was happening early in the season. So I, I don't 100%. think that is. I don't think it's a factor. I really don't. Uh, and all of the NFL players at every position, including quarterbacks play hurt they have bumps and bruises it's a tough game man i mean look we don't do it they do it so you know god bless them for having the strength and the ability to do it but but jeff i'm going to turn to you on this one too because you look at Derek carr and you say to yourself i mean look what happened in this game you have matt ryan 37 years old okay so he's seven years older than Derek carr at crunch time 
this guy, I, I, Mo Moten called it on Twitter a dad run, right? So, and, and, and being, <laughs> being at my age, I can understand what he means. So it's like me running across the yard after my, pup, my uh, beagle puppy who doesn't want to listen to me. And, but he did it at the right time. And that's the thing. We know about Derek Carr's fourth quarter comebacks. We know all that stuff. But in crunch time, especially where you have to lead your team, you have to step up. For whatever reason, recently, it's just not there. And so Derek Carr, in my view, and somebody said it in the YouTube chat, he might be headed to retirement. Because I don't know that after all the mental abuse he's taken being in the Raider organization with all the changes, I don't know if I'd want to play anymore when I got a beautiful family, beautiful wife. Uh, I got all the money I need for my family to live for generations. Why would I do it? But when you look at him, Jeff, uh, is, is it hard for you to watch him? Because I know you guys like Derek Carr, but sure. it just seems as though it's coming to a natural end. Yeah, you know, I mean, and and Murph said it too. You know, it's it, it's so frustrating because we we see how great Derek can be. Mm-hmm. You know, you see in games like today. You know that that play, the touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. It was a great it was a great play. He kind of run up the middle right there, ran up the pocket, and right before he got to the line of scrimmage, he zipped it right into seventeen, and Devontae did Devontae things and and took it to the house. So I mean, so you see plays like that, but it just I mean, to at, just talking about Derek today. He just, he did, his timing was just off all game long. Well, what about, where, where's the prognosis though? Like, where, yeah. where's this, where's he going? Oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to head to the house. He, I mean, you know, I think so. You know, I don't, yeah. you know, everyone says, well, you know, maybe a fresh start to go somewhere else, do other things. Now, I, I just think he might be done, man, because, you know, yes, he may be uncomfortable in this offense and it's taken a long time to do his thing or whatever, but he's still an NFL quarterback and we've still seen him make on time throws and it's just, it's not there anymore. You know, I mean, you know, you know, you, you look at a play like last year, you saw Zay, him hit Zay Jones in overtime in that charger game that, you know, really helped seal the deal. I, I, he doesn't make that throw anymore. No. Yeah. That, and that, that, and, no, and that's the concern for me. And we have some people in the chat saying, I can't believe you're putting this all on Derek Carr. We're not even we're not even we're talking not, about we're that. Not even we're, close, we're talking man. about we're talking about Derek Carr's play. It's not it contributes. Yes. Like it's a loss for everybody, not for just one part of the team. So uh, that's what we're discussing. But but I agree with you. I, I just think that. It's gotten to the point, and you reach that point, right? Every quarterback is different. Some guys can play a, a, a lot older, and, and some guys check out earlier. I mean, you look uh, at what guys have done throughout the league retiring at an early age. But I just think, though, that there is something, and it might be, listen, it might be a little bit of the, this issue with McDaniels. Maybe they're not clicking. Maybe the offense doesn't click for him. Maybe he's got a hurt back, and maybe he's just tired of all the bull crap. And so I get it. Whatever it is. It's clear to see, though, Jeff, because you see his play, and it's just yeah. not the same. I mean, he was much better last year. He had his moments, too. They all struggle at times. That's what part of athletics is. Sure. But but it just seems as though it's much different. He made a lot of progress in certain areas over the last couple of years under John Gruden. It seems to be the opposite now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I wonder what the, uh, what the updated stat is now on – because, uh, you know, he's been the comeback kid for forever, you know, yeah. all these fourth quarter overtime comebacks and all that stuff. And I wonder how many possessions he's now had were to drive down to either tie or take the lead. I think it was like he was over nine in the last couple few weeks or whatever. So now it's going to be so 10. Now yeah. It's going to be over at least 10, you know, yeah. since we were down for a majority of the game. But, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just the fire's not there. And when it is, it's extinguished very quickly. 
Yeah, and Murph, you know, you talk about, you look at statistics, and statistics can sometimes, they can point you in the right direction. You can make arguments for why he's the best quarterback in the NFL and why he's the worst We're using statistics because that's, that's what you can do with stats is you can yeah. tell any story you want. But you look at him tonight, he comes back after that awful start, 24-38, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Did you? It's been over 700 days since Derek Carr has thrown more than two touchdown passes in a game. And oh, in wow. today's in today's NFL, that's a forever stat. Like it's not that throwing two touchdowns is bad. And and if you win games, it doesn't matter, right? But still, in the NFL, to not throw three touchdown passes because everybody has big games, um, it's just it's just a bit shocking. And I and I do part of me, the human side of me, not the football side, not knowing that it's a business side of things feels bad for the guy because you know he went through his whole career and unfortunately it seems like things are on the downtrend at least with the Raiders and he hasn't had a chance to be part of a winning team and and maybe that's partly him and maybe that's the organization uh, but I think fans need to just even if you love Derek Carter death and still think he's the greatest starting quarterback for your team I just think you have to look at it somewhat more objectively and understand that it just feels with this regime if they stay which you know Dave Ziegler's not going anywhere but if Josh McDaniels is here or if he's not here, um, you're going to have to plan for that next quarterback, even if you keep Derek Carr for another year or two. And so I think that conversation shouldn't upset people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely. And I mean, Father Time is undefeated. You know what I mean? And when you look, <laughs> yes, he is. And I think a lot of times, you know, people get a get a short reference point. When you look around the league, like look at the history of the greatest quarterback, even if you think Derek is one of the greatest. Think about the history of, 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 of quarterbacks. They move on late in their careers. And most recently, we can look at Tom Brady. It happened to Johnny Unitas. It happened to Joe Namath. It happened to freaking Peyton Manning. It happened to like, yep. you know what I mean? Like other than like Dan Marino, but like, I mean, like it's very, it's, it's the, the, it's, it happens less frequently than it, than, than more like Joe Montana. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so many quarterbacks have moved on at different, at different points, points late in their career. And Derek Carr's getting ready to be about that age. And so, you know, for those of you that, that are in the chat and said, we're, they're making it all about Derek. Absolutely. We're not. And there are 53 people that are, that are just as guilty as Derek Carr is for failing this football team, not counting the coaching staff. So there's plenty of blame to go around. And this is something that we say on our show all the time. Like when we're critical of one component, it doesn't absolve the other components. Of course, just not. because we're critical of Derek Carr doesn't mean that we're making it all about Derek and that, Oh, that we're not accounting for the defense. No, they're guilty too. That just that doesn't happen to be the point of conversation for this particular segment or topic. So Derek is, is, is absolutely guilty just like the rest of them that said i think it's a might be a good idea for derek to move on and whether moving on is for him going to the house and building churches and doing the lord's work and god bless him and i hope he yeah. does and, and, and does those things 
and and and, and if he gets traded, and he may not want to do that. I think he's got no trade clause anyway. But like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so you know, like it wouldn't surprise me, Scott. I mean, so with a no trade clause, I guess all they could do is just outright release him, eat the yeah. five million dollars of dead cap money, and you know, and then draft or trade for his replacement, Aaron Rodgers. But like you know, so I'm just you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see where. where, where it goes, I like how like, you snuck that in there. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's the point, right? Is 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 you shouldn't get upset. And again, in in today's world, when you talk about scenarios and you talk about things that are difficult to talk about, like moving on from a beloved player, people want absolutes. Like, oh, so you're blaming him? No, it's not blaming him. It's just you have to come to a time when, if you want the Raiders to win in the future and actually go to a Super Bowl. For example, if Derek stays through his contract, so if he played two more years, I don't think the Raiders will be there yet to win a Super Bowl, okay? So if that's the case, then you have to start thinking ahead. And you you rattled off some great names of guys who went on to other teams late in their career, Namath, Montana, Manning, those guys. And and the NFL, even since, even since Manning has changed significantly, so the best thing a team can have is a great player, a great young player on a rookie contract. That's how you win now. You have to balance it. You have to balance it. Right now, the Raiders put a lot of money into Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, uh, and Max Crosby. And again, the Waller one I disagree with, but everybody else, I get it. So, And Devontae Adams, of course, worth every penny. So you did that. So now you got to give elsewhere. And guess what? Quarterback position is one of them. If Derek comes back next year, it's $35 million. Okay? It's a lot of money, and you have to decide – is he worth $35 million at that moment? Now, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. I just think it's pointing the other direction. All right, we're going to take one last break. When we come back, I want to talk about the defense. And Jeff and Murph brought up Patrick Graham and that dead stare he's got there every time the camera goes on him. We're going to talk about that and talk about this defense because the defense, whew, you might have to start over with everybody except for Nate Hobbs and and Nate and Max Crosby. So we'll get back to that after this message. You're watching and listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 